educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome to the Wednesday, excuse Tuesday. I'm jumping ahead a day. It's uh, welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Dan Parsons Show. Uh, yeah, it's been Tuesday all day long, June 27th. I take the blame for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were just talking about Wednesday, Johnny. Uh, each Tuesday we do, we feature our state, county, and local elected officials. And today's our monthly check-in with the Lancaster County Board of Commissioners and their chair uh, Krista Yoakum. So Krista will join us in the second half of the show. And uh but in the meantime, say hello to Johnny Cadillac, producer extraordinaire. It's good to be here on a Tuesday, <laughs> June 27th. Shout out to my friend Evan. It's his birthday today. Yeah. And uh to celebrate his birthday, I'm in here ready for another damn good time. There you go. Well, speaking of birthdays, it's uh, it's our friend Chef Kevin Shin's birthday today as well. Absolutely. So. Happy birthday, Chef Kevin. Shout out to Chef Kevin. I hope he's uh, being entertained by someone tonight. I hope someone's cooking for you tonight, Chef, instead of you doing the cooking. Well, uh, hey, we're going to open up the text line, uh, 402-479-1400, and here's your question. Uh, What's your preferred social media platform? Is it Facebook? Is it Twitter? Uh, Is it the Insta? Uh, How about TikTok? You know? uh, Snapchat. The Snapchat. (laughs) Uh, What are some other obscure social media platforms? Oh, then there's Zanga and MySpace, but no, those are both those are both outdated at this point. (laughs) If your favorite social media platform in 2023 is uh, is one of those old ones, uh, (laughs) uh, chime in. No, I'm just doing a little uh, listener survey. I'm trying to get my arms around uh, our social media (laughs) platforms. We have one vote for Twitter already, thanks to Dakota on the text line. All right, Dakota, thank you. Well, that uh, well. We'll, we'll save uh, my thoughts on that for a little a little longer. But anyway, uh, don't text and drive, but if you're uh, at the stoplight or uh, park someplace, uh, Texas, your favorite social media platform. Well, hey, lots of positive comments and feedback from last night's show. Uh, thank you to everyone who tuned in uh, uh, featuring caregiving. Uh, and Cindy Lang Kubik, her story on flatwaterfreepress.org. Uh, and Lincoln State Senator Anna Wishart. Uh, so remember, if you missed last night's show or any show, you can always find us uh, on demand on your favorite podcast platform or uh, just go to klin.com. Uh, check in with the boys in the morning, uh, LNK Today with Jack and Friends, or uh, in, in the case uh, this week, uh, without Jack. Yeah. Uh, LNK Today with Jack's Friends. With Jack's Caleb Friends. Likes to say it. Yeah. Jack's off. Uh, uh, on some for, far-flung foreign vacation, having fun and doing all kinds of things. But anyway, tomorrow is Wednesday. That's why I was thinking of today's Wednesday. Tomorrow is Wednesday. Uh, and so you can chime in with uh, LNK today uh, on what chaps your hide. Uh, start the morning off uh, uh, complaining about something. And uh, and they also have the Nebraska Sports Council on tomorrow morning. So check out uh, what's going on there. Uh, but yes, just picking up on last night's show and the caregiving, just a w- lot of wonderful comments and uh, and feedback from the show. And so just a, another reminder, uh, tomorrow night, uh, there's a free screening of the documentary Unseen uh, at 6 o'clock uh, at the Mary Rippon Ross uh, Theater on the UNL campus. Uh, uh, just a wonderful, I haven't seen it, but, uh, everyone's told me that it's, uh, it's a must see for anyone who, 
uh, is a caregiver, has been a caregiver, and um, and the the film uh, will be followed by a panel discussion featuring caregiving experts uh, here in the city, uh, including our very own uh, state senator Anna Wishart. So, uh, you know, caregivers uh, for children or adults uh, who are disabled or have been medically uh, have medically complex conditions uh, is exhausting and uh, isolating. Um, and so, uh, v- very important issue. It's obvious from the feedback we got from last night's show. So, and if you haven't read Cindy's uh, story about uh, uh, caregiving and the, and the twins, uh, the story that she did on Flatwater Free Press, uh, uh, check that out. Um, well, uh, on a more positive note, uh, uh, Lincoln Summer Concert Series Jazz in June wraps up tonight. Uh, the final show of 2023 uh, with two-time Grammy award-winning Terrence Simeon in the Zydeco experience. Oh, my gosh. Uh, from Louisiana, uh, Terrence Simeon has a six-piece band. Uh, they mix a little jazz, a little funk, and a little blues, and Southwest uh, 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 culture. Uh, but, yeah, two-time Grammy award winner. And so... I believe that starts at 7 o'clock. You can go down and get you uh, some food because they have food trucks uh, down there. And so uh, that's where I'm heading uh, after the show here later this evening. So, uh, uh, yeah, don't miss that. And uh, Chef Kevin uh, texts me and says, thanks for the shout-out. <laughs> and stop by for a proper toast. Okay, Chef, I will... Uh, in between uh, going to Jazz in June, I'll stop by for a toast. Uh, so uh, here's what I want to do. In addition to uh, what is uh, your favorite uh, uh, platform for social media, uh, I just wanted to uh, remind you that you can catch, uh, you can continue our conversation on because my preferred platform is Twitter. Uh, you know, the uh, I've had uh, my personal. Uh, Twitter page, Ask Dan the PR Man. Follow me there, too. It's not as, uh, maybe not as entertaining as the Dan Parsons show, but, uh, uh, you know, check us out. And uh, so, yeah, I like uh, continuing the conversation after hours uh, on the Twitter feed. And and some of the things that caught my eye uh, today, well, first of all, uh, oh, my goodness, uh, the, the CWS, the Men's College World Series, uh, capped off a, a great uh, series last night and uh, total attendance for the uh, series in Omaha this year uh, a record set 392,946 people poured into uh, the stadium uh, in Omaha to see the College World Series and uh, oh my goodness so congratulations to the LSU Tigers for uh, Winning it all last night uh, over Florida, and uh, it was not as close. It was not a pitcher's duel as I had predicted, and so uh, uh, that was uh, uh, that was uh, it was a great, great, great uh, series. And uh, so, speaking of politics, since we do interview uh, our elected officials on Tuesday, some of the other things that caught my eye uh, on the Twitter page today. Uh, our friend uh, Aaron Sandiford from Nebraska Examiner uh, has a story up uh, that talks about, uh, and we've mentioned this before on the show, that uh, uh, next year is going to be an incredible election year here in Nebraska. Uh, I, I still haven't quite figured out if this is the only time in our history that it's happened. Uh, if it 
has happened before. It's before my days. And that is we'll have both Senate seats uh, up for election next year. And so uh, our friend Aaron Sanderford from Nebraska Examiner has a story up uh, today uh, about uh, those races and also the uh, uh, the other races uh, in the state. But uh, uh, former gubernatorial candidate uh, Charles Herbster uh has indicated that he is uh, considering or at least interested in a uh, primary race uh, uh, against uh, uh, Pete Ricketts. As you may recall, Pete Ricketts was appointed to the United States Senate uh, when uh, Ben Sass uh, headed to Florida uh, to head up uh, the uh, university system uh, there in Florida. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, so Governor Pillen uh, appointed uh, Governor, former Governor Ricketts uh, to that position, so uh, he has to stand uh, for uh, election uh, next year. <coughs> Excuse me, and uh, and so a Democrat has filed uh, paperwork uh, uh, to run for the Senate. Uh, Paul Theobald, a former Wayne State College uh, dean of education and counseling. Um, yeah. So anyway, we'll chat a little bit more about that after the break. Let's take this quick break, and we'll be back here on Dan Parsons' show on 1,499 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1,499 KLIN. And welcome back on a Tuesday where we interview and chat with elected officials in our fine state and county and city. And so coming up uh, after the news break at the bottom of the hour, we'll chat with Krista Yoakum. Uh, chair of your Lancaster County Board of Commissioners for our monthly chat with Krista. Um, yeah, so educate, inform, entertain. Uh, not a lot of shouting, not a lot of grandstanding, uh, but we try to build up instead of tear down. Truth over tribalism, uh, principle over partisanship. So, uh, yeah, text lines open, 402-479-1400. Uh, what's your preferred social media platform? Uh, do you do the TikTok? I got a TikTok uh, uh, platform, uh, Johnny. I don't use it a whole lot. But, uh, it... <laughs> I I set mine up. There was a ring announcer contest I was uh, entering into, and the only way to enter into it was have a TikTok account and send a certain account videos of you ring announcing. And uh, I, I always vowed to not have a TikTok account before then. I got it for that reason. Didn't win the competition. That was okay. Uh, and then since I still have an account out there in cyberspace, but I do not have an app on my phone for yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we were talking before the break about uh, a story by Aaron Sandiford, a Nebraska examiner, about upcoming uh, possible candidates for the Senate races, uh, two of them here in Nebraska. And uh, I had mentioned that uh, Aaron uh, mentions that uh, uh, Herbster is thinking of uh, at least considering uh, running for uh, Charles Herbster. You may remember uh, ran for governor against uh, Jim Pillen and and some other folks and uh, did not win that race. Obviously, Jim Pillen did. Uh, and anyway, Herbster said in February that he was exploring his options. Uh, and a Herbster political staffer said the bull breeding was think the bull breeder <laughs> was thinking about challenging Ricketts, uh, Pillen's highest profile supporter from 2022. And one of the one of the uh, research that uh, Aaron Sandiford did in uh, in 
determining uh, who was candidate possibilities. Uh, in early June, someone, according to Aaron's uh, story on Nebraska Examiner, uh, in early June, someone paid to reserve four potential website domain names, uh, herbsterforsenate.com, herbsterforsenate.com. Uh, one is the number four, and the other one is spelled out, F-O-R, F-O-R, uh, herbster, the number four, senator.com, and herbster for senator. Wait a minute. Is that the same thing? Um, they're very similar. Anyway, there's about four of them that they registered. And um, uh, Herbs, a Herbster spokesman said uh, that they would neither confirm nor deny uh, just on Monday whether Herbster or someone working on his bef- behalf had reserved the web addresses for a Senate campaign. So, hey, I've played that game. If you're doing the never, neither confirm or deny, then uh, you can pretty much uh, guess that uh, uh, that's a confirmation. Um, and uh, so anyway, that race is uh, starting to heat up. And as, as I said right before the break, there is a uh, Democrat uh, candidate who, uh, uh, a gentleman by the name of... Um, uh, now I've lost it. Uh, Theobald, uh, who uh, ran against uh, Congressman Smith uh, in the third district back in 2018, uh, he declined. Mr. Theobald, Paul Theobald, uh, declined to discuss uh, the potential bid on Monday, but said he would announce a decision in July. So again, for those of you who play this political game, if uh, if you have a decision, if you're announcing that you have a decision to make and that you that you're making an announcement in July about your decision, you usually don't hold a big news conference to tell people that you're not running. So anyway, uh, his family, according to Aaron's uh, story, his family has uh, had run a hog farm in Pierce County and he still teaches college classes. So that's uh, the possible lineup uh, so far against uh, uh, Senator Ricketts, uh, and then there's also um, Deb Fisher, uh, the, our other United States senator, is also up for election next year. She was first elected in, in 2012. Uh, so far, no announced challengers to Senator Fisher. Um, during the delegation's visit last week to UNL, according to Aaron Sandiford's reporting, uh, she said she and her team had not yet heard who might step forward. Uh, Nebraska Democrats have been actively recruiting candidates for both Senate races after receiving criticism in 2022 uh, for leaving a handful of statewide offices without a filed uh, challenger. Uh, the Democrat Party's Central Committee meets in Scott's Bluff next month. So anyway, so that race is starting to to heat up a little bit. Uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, uh, another report from our friend Joe Jordan uh, from Nebraska News Channel Nebraska uh, reports uh, that uh, Congressman Don Bacon uh, is waiting to see if... Uh, Tony Vargas, his opponent in the 2022 race, uh, is going to run again. And Joe uh, has uh, an interview with uh, Senator Vargas and uh, Don Bacon and uh, uh, trying to discern whether uh, 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 Senator Vargas is going to take that on again. Um, 
you know, um, uh, Jane Klebb, uh, Democrat Party uh, chairperson, uh, says uh, in Joe's reporting that I hope Senator Vargas does. I know that the DCCC and the DNC and other party leaders are strongly encouraging Senator Vargas to get into the race. Uh, we will have that word also soon. Uh, she says, I'm sure at the end of the summer or early fall. Uh, Jane Klebb, uh, the Democrat Party chair, goes on to say that Senator Vargas came close. We know the path that we would need to change if Senator Vargas does decide to run again. Uh, and uh, uh, Jane says that uh, we have a lot of work to do in Saunders County uh, to continue to continue to shore up our base in Sarpy County and really expand the vote in Douglas County. Um, and so Joe, Joe asks her, what do you, uh, how do you switch some of those votes in Saunders County? And, uh, and Jordan, uh, Joe goes on to say, is it right for the first time? Uh, it, it is it right for the voters in and around Wahoo uh, to be part of this district uh, because they because of redistricting uh, a lot of new voters are in the second district now and uh, uh, congressman bacon said well i do love having them <laughs> and joe says well they are all republicans so uh that uh, that'll be interesting so anyway uh, a little bit of what i like to follow on my twitter account uh, on, on some of the expected races coming up. And, and so all three congressional, as we do every two years, all three congressional races will be up. Uh, uh, Congressman Smith, Adrian Smith in the third district, uh, uh, Don Bacon in the second district, and of course, uh, our friend Mike Flood here in the first district uh, will all be up for reelection next year. But that's the thing as a congressperson, you're constantly running for office and, uh, uh, the counterparts in the Senate, they, they get to hang on for that seat for six years, and it's uh, you don't have to always be running for re-election. So uh, anyway, so we'll be following all that, especially on Tuesdays, and who knows? Maybe we'll have some announcements here on the Dan Parsons Show in the weeks to come. So, uh, Well, coming up, uh, Christy Yoakum, chair of the Lancaster County Board of Con- Commissioners, Uh, for our monthly check-in. But right now, let's hear some news, and we'll be back after this on 1499.3 KLIN. Educating. Informing. Entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. And welcome back to the Tuesday edition of the Dan Parsons Show, where we talk to elected leaders, federal, state, local, uh, all of them, uh, not at the same time. Hey, uh, thanks for, to Tom for texting in. Uh, he didn't tell us uh, what his favorite uh, uh, social media platform is, but he does have uh, a little announcement we'd like to pass along. Uh, uh, a private showing of the Sound of Freedom, hosted by Disrupting Traffic, uh, Thursday, July 6th at the Lincoln Grand. Uh, at 6.40 p.m. Uh, this is uh, a movie that's rated PG-13. Content of this film may be uh, triggering. Uh, to parents, please use discretion uh, if you're bringing your young teen, but it's about uh, teen trafficking. And so such a special, uh, important uh, topic uh, in our culture today. So if you can make that, uh, it says, uh, please RSVP by July 3rd. And um, so anyway, find out more about that. Um, uh, 
and uh, yeah, on July 6th. So uh, thanks, Tom, for that. Uh, we appreciate the text. And uh, yeah, if you've got a, um, a favorite uh, social media platform, uh, let me know. 402-479-1400. Text that to me because uh, Twitter is my favorite. And uh, we can continue the conversation. Uh, into the evening hours, if you'd like, about all kinds of things, political, uh, music, uh, baseball, uh, all of my favorite uh, hobbies. Well, listen, uh, every uh, uh, Tuesday we try to talk with our elected officials here in the city and county and and state, and uh, I'm delighted to welcome back onto the show Krista Yoakum, chair of the Lancaster County Board of Commissioners for our monthly check-in. Krista, welcome back to the Dan Parsons Show. Well, it's great to be with you, and I'm glad I listened in because uh, I'd seen something about that movie, and I didn't know what it was about, and now I'm going to put it on my calendar. Yeah, yeah, very good. Well, uh, how's your summer so far? Are are you getting out and doing some kayaking and enjoying yourself from time to time, I, I hope? I've been to the Niagara River once, been yeah. to the Platte River once, and been to some of our area lakes that I love. Very uh, nice. Several times. But you talked about music, and I'm excited to get down to Jazz in June tonight. Terrence yeah. Simeon is one of my favorite artists. Yes, yes. Yeah. A little Zydeco. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's, it's such a fun tradition. And, uh, yeah, the food trucks, uh, you can uh, load up on your favorite foods and, and go hear some great Zydeco music. Grammy award-winning Zydeco music. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, I've got some, I know I've got some uh, some of that music on my playlist. Uh, I, I tend to plan my summers around what concerts I'm going to. So. Yes, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Anything fun coming up, uh, uh, music-wise, well, other than that? Well, yeah, Saturday is Saturday in the Park in Sioux City, Iowa, free uh, concert. Nice. Um, and they have Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh. And... Yeah, and Samantha Fish, who's played a local. Yes, so. yep, I've yeah. seen Samantha Fish uh, at the Zoo Bar. Uh, by the way, it gives me a chance to plug Friday, uh, the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin. By the way, it's Chef Kevin's birthday. If you know Kevin, give him a shout-out. He's uh, uh, a milestone birthday for him today. and so. Uh, but anyway, on the Friday Afternoon Club this Friday uh, uh, with Chef Kevin, we're going to have Pete Waters from the Zoo Bar talking about Zoo Fest, the 50th anniversary of Zoo Fest. Krista. Well, I'm a sponsor of ZooFest this year. This is the first time that my husband and I have done that, but we thought we've always appreciated going and we appreciate the zoo bar. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, such a great time. Yeah, I see you guys down. It's kind of our yeah. tradition. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Well, Krista, thanks uh, for joining us. And, uh, and boy, the big headline in uh, several news outlets today is Lancaster County Board of Commissioners uh, approved a new benefit. Uh, that allows uh, covered county employees to use uh, some sick leave. So uh, yeah. So talk about that. That's a that's a pretty dang big deal. It is a big deal. I'm really excited to offer it. You know, it's it's both keeping in uh, our strategic plan of being a preferred employer here in Lancaster County. Of course, we're suffering from the same challenges of hiring workforce that everyone is. But yeah. but I really believe with benefits and everything that we have to offer, we should be a preferred. Uh, employer. But moreover, I value our employees extremely highly, and I want to keep them comfortable where they're at. I want to keep them in the workforce. I want to make sure that we're retaining those employees. And I think this is a big step towards that retention. Um, I just talked with someone who uh, works in a different sector, not a governmental sector, 
but they offer their employees 12 weeks paid, paid, yeah, paid parental leave. And uh, what a luxury that would be as Mm -hmm. a, as a mother, as someone who has had. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That six Um, weeks goes by pretty fast. Oh my. And I, you know what, I was able to save sick leave and I was able to have nine weeks off and it was really a luxury. Um, however, I, because I had more than one child, um, by the time I had my third child, I didn't have enough, uh, sick time and vacation time accumulated. So I ended up having to pay in to maintain our health uh, insurance during that time. Yep, right. Yep. That was a, that was a hardship. For absolutely. My family at the time. Yeah. For young families. Absolutely. That's yeah. a hardship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I'm excited. This is a big deal And the city. The city offers, uh, you know, a comparable package. So, um, I think that this is really good for our community. Absolutely. Well, congratulations. That's a, that is a big dang deal, too, uh, because it is. I mean, if we're going to hire uh, the people that we need, uh, you know, we've got to be competitive in, with the private sector. And uh, Exactly, exactly. And so much of our other work that we do, uh, you know, in, in, the, in the juvenile justice system regarding mental health and those sorts of things, we know that getting families off to a good start, yes. that bonding time, is so crucial. So I think if we were not offering this, we were not standing on our values. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, absolutely. We were talking with Krista Yoakum, chair of the Lancaster County Board of Commissioners. You know, I had someone the other day, Krista, uh, thank me for having uh, the county board on uh, once a month because, as we talked uh, before, uh, you know, it's 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 such an important government body in our community, and not you know you don't necessarily get all the headlines uh, uh, all the time. So I appreciate uh, maybe that's not a bad thing. But, <laughs> but the reality is that the county government, you know, as you and I. I've spoken, we touch people's lives in so many ways. Um, it's not just rural, rural Lancaster County. Um, and so I'm, so I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, in the other topic, uh, Krista, that we've talked about before that uh, I wanted to ask you if there's any update is uh, the whole the whole issue. There's a lot of issues we can talk about in criminal justice. And, you know, that's uh, an issue near and dear to my heart. But uh, uh, kind of where we're at with jail population. and, And so maybe give us an update on anything there. Yeah, when we talk about the things that keep me up at night, that yeah. jail population, the jail census is certainly one of those things. Um, we are hovering, um, you know, at over 690 people in the jail. And while we are not overcrowded by any means, it's not that sort of a situation. It is a very concerning situation. That means that we have 690 people separated from families, mm-hmm. not working, those sorts of things. Um, But we are starting to get to the point where we are at capacity, and so we need to be thinking about what are our next steps. And so the county board did vote um, to uh, do a study, so we will work with a consultant to do a study of our criminal justice system. And that's not just looking at the jail, jail, that population, that is looking at the entire system. Where can we do better? You know, I feel like we have a lot of pride in our community corrections and Mm -hmm. diverting people out of jail. In that way, that keeps them accountable, clearly, which is necessary, sure. but it also may keep them in the workforce, and it may keep them involved with family, and, and over a course of a year or 18 months, whatever they may be um, sentenced to, we, we're changing behaviors, and that's really where we want to get to. Yes. But we need to know from the point of contact, essentially, from that first point of contact, all the way through the system, 
where there are areas that we could do better, right? Yes, yes. Um, where there are areas that we could serve people better and, and really disrupt bad behaviors and, and uh, change those into better outcomes. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Krista, if you can stick around here for a few more minutes uh, after this break, uh, we'll finish up our conversation. Because I do, I wanted to ask you about uh, the citizen group uh, Justice in Action. And so let's, if you can, Great. stick around and we'll carry on this conversation. I'll uh, be glad to do that. Thank you, Krista. We'll be right back after this quick message on 1499.3 KLIN. You're listening to the Dan Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Tuesday edition of the Dan Parsons Show, where we talk to our elected officials, uh, county, state, federal, and uh, we're delighted that Christy Yoakum, chair of the Lancaster County Board of Commissioners, is uh, with us uh, today for her monthly check-in. And uh, Krista, thanks again for sticking around. And uh, everyone's got a busy summer. My goodness, everybody's traveling and uh, concerts to go to. And so what a great time of year. And uh, uh, we, we need to find a, uh, figure out a way to get uh, John on the show sometime because John is also an elected official. Uh, your husband, John Yoakum, uh, uh, sits on the NRD board. Uh, which, well, and summer would certainly be appropriate, you know, Dana, because uh, all the pro- lot, so many of the projects they do, you know, affect our trails and our waterways yes. and our, our smaller lakes. And yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, you run into John, tell him I'll be calling him to <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to chat. But uh, I think I'll be seeing him later at the concert we're going. There to. you go. There you go. Well, we were talking about uh, uh, judicial reform and the criminal justice system and. Um, I wanted to chat a little bit about the citizen group uh, Justice in Action. Can you tell me a little bit about their mission and, and how they maybe are uh, interacting with uh, uh, with your uh, in your world? Yeah, this is really exciting to me. And you know, as you know, I love that public engagement, and I come from that kind of a background of citizens bringing issues forward. And this is a group of uh, faith leaders and and. Uh, people from their congregations who have come together to start to discuss what they want for our community and what they where directions they think we can go and they're they're really looking at a couple of areas one of those has to do with the criminal justice system and some of the issues that we you and I just discussed and the other issue that they're very concerned about is access to mental health services yes um, in our community and you know I was surprised back in May there were a thousand people came together at the Lancaster Event Center um, to talk about this, that's pretty impressive. Wow, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, where else do we get a thousand people together um, on the same topic, except maybe now down at Jazz in June tonight? Yeah. But they, it, it's great to work with a citizen group like this, and I think where we're at now is, you know, some mutual learning uh, and identifying what's going on out in the community, um, what resources there are, um, and what direction we need to go to make things more accessible and. From the county perspective, our focus has been a lot on the, on crisis interventions, right? And yes. what to do when people are in crisis. And that's crucially, crucially important. And statutorily, that's some of our, our charge. But the reality is, um, you know, if we can get people to services that they need sooner, maybe we can avoid some of those crises uh, points. And so I'm really excited and interested to be working with them and to see where this goes. I think some of our next steps would be 
bringing more stakeholders together, mm-hmm. you know, some of our area providers and that sort of thing. Maybe some of our, ba- our area consumers would have, have some good input and um, see where we can take this. And I don't know what direction it's going to necessarily take, um, but I'm very, very excited to have yeah. that many community members engaged. Well, I'm I'm fascinated. Let's uh, let's keep this conversation going and plug me into the, those folks, uh, Krista, if you can, because you know a few weeks ago we had uh, Todd Ogden on and we were talking about uh, you know the homeless situation in our city and right. uh, specifically downtown and the struggles that uh, you know the downtown Lincoln Association has with. Uh, uh, with with that population and how we can be helpful and uh, uh, and and the difference between chronic and uh, you know chronic homelessness and and a lot of those folks um, most many of those folks uh, suffer from mental health issues and uh, so yeah it's a very important topic as you know as our city continues to grow and and especially the services we provide with uh, law enforcement and criminal justice. Uh, yeah, those are going to continue to be important issues for our community. Absolutely. And, you know, the homelessness situation, of course, that's one place where it's visible to all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a lot of people who are living in their homes who are correct struggling to get to their jobs every day and, and, and who are suffering and, and really need that support and assistance as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, very good. We'll keep us posted on that, Krista. Um, I think the other topic uh, that we were going to chat about, uh, the county engineer has a hiring event coming up. Is that right? Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up because if I didn't say something about that, I would be remiss. Yeah, so tomorrow, actually, there's a drop-in hiring event at the Lancaster County Extension Area. That's out at on uh, Cherry Creek Road, just off of Sun Valley Boulevard, and uh, from 3 to 7. If you're interested in a county job, you know, county positions have great benefits, um, including that parental leave. Including six weeks of parental paid leave (laughs) now, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly, but we're certainly looking for people in our engineering department. We've got a lot of projects going on, and we need the workers. And so, uh, yeah, just drop on in and... um, you, you don't have to schedule an appointment. You don't have to dress up. You can come from whatever errands you're running or come straight from work um, if you're looking for something else and uh, stop on by. Again, that's out of, uh, at the Lancaster County Extension Office on Cherry Creek Road just off Sun Valley Boulevard between 3 and 7 tomorrow. And are there specific uh, jobs that they're looking for in the engineering uh, department or uh, how can people find out more about that? Yeah, so these would be much more, certainly more entry-level positions where you're trained on the equipment that you might be using. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a CDL, that's a great plus, but if you don't, um, we have ways to work with folks that, to actually get that. Um, so, yeah, just come come and, and, and find out. Come with your interests, and we'll see how you can plug in. Wonderful. Well, Krista, again, I can't thank you enough for uh, your, our monthly check-in to find out what's going on on the county board. And uh, so, yeah, maybe we'll see you and John down at uh, Jazz and June later or someplace uh, at a nearby lake or kayaking or music. Uh, but anyway, Krista, uh, Chair of the Lancaster County Board of Commissioners, thanks so much for taking time to chat. Thank you. Look forward to seeing you soon. Okay, Krista. Take care. Uh, Krista Yoakum, Chair of the Lancaster County Board of Commissioners, and uh, we appreciate her work that uh, those commissioners do. And uh, it's an important government body and uh, uh, here in our in our county and state. Um, Well, again, um, if you. 
uh, are following us on Facebook or Twitter, uh, we welcome that, and uh, uh, we, uh, uh, you know, we try to have that conversation, keep that conversation going uh, when uh, when we're off the air. And uh, you know, the uh, I, I found this kind of uh, interesting. Uh, we were talking about uh, offices and uh, uh, the, all the elections that are coming up uh, next year, and uh, you know, one of the uh, one of the important uh, races that uh, you know we sometimes talk about uh, on this show is, of course, the presidential election. Uh, yeah, not only do we have two Senate races in Nebraska, all three congressional seats, a host of we haven't even talked started talking about uh, legislative seats. You know, half the legislature is going to be up for election uh, in 2024 as well. Uh, but it so happens we've got a presidential election too, and that continues to be uh, a fascinating field. Uh, there was. Uh, uh, you know, we've got a, a former president who's uh, uh, under indictment uh, in a couple different locations, both federal and, and state, and uh, expecting more of those, and uh, continues to be the front runner uh, for the Republican nomination. And uh, so I, uh, again, if, if you follow me on Twitter, I, uh, I sometimes weigh in on and all, all that mess. And, you know, uh, it, how does it impact uh, Nebraska? You know, how does it impact uh, uh, who our elected officials are and who are they supporting? You know, uh, uh, I think that is an interesting question uh, for some of our elected officials uh, uh, in the in the months ahead is, you know, as a Republican uh, office holder or any Republican, as far as that goes, uh, uh, I, I think that's going to be continue to be a, a difficult situation where you've got the front one front runner uh, for the Republican nomination for president uh, under indictment and uh, in the middle of trials uh, possibly uh, while the uh, the campaign is going on next year and so anyway uh, I know that doesn't always interest uh, a lot of people because like I said you know uh, this program is about lifting up and not tearing down but uh, you know politics does affect all of us and uh, you know we I'm not about uh, piling on the red team or piling on the blue team but uh, hopefully sticking to the facts uh, uh, you know that's why uh, I, I continue to uh, emphasize and have journalists uh, on the show to talk about facts, and uh, hopefully that's uh, where we're getting uh, most of our information is from uh, journalists uh, who uh, understand these issues and follow them. So we'll continue to do that. We'll continue to monitor uh, all of those elections coming up, and we'll do that uh, a lot on Tuesdays and uh, uh, in the in the weeks and months ahead. So anyway, I hope to see you out at uh, Jazz in June and uh, other places uh, as you might uh, find me uh, roaming around this fine city. So that's a wrap. Uh, now go do good things on 1499.3 KLIN.